Welcome back to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vasos here, bringing you another week of great comic book action. So this week, it's not a not a real big list this week, so had to make do with what we got. Uh, still had some good books this week. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, indie books, uh, mostly DC, uh, some Marvel. Had to do a, a digital read this week. Uh, my comic shop was sort was uh, shorted a certain uh, issue for Marvel, so a nice finale for that one. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's not waste any more time. This is the week of October. Man, it's crazy. It's already October. Halloween will be here before you know it. But yeah, this is all the issues and books for the week of October 6, 2021. Let's get to the issues. going to start this week in the indies up first from boom studios we have mighty morphin issue number 12 so everything's kind of coming to a head here uh zordon finally makes he reaches out to lord zed basically finds out that this origin story for lord zed that he was his uh mentor and uh at one point the uh supreme guardian of uh, Zeltar and so he finds out all this is true kind of found out it was a plot to keep his identity alive or to keep his uh, that he survived a secret so you're going through that then all of the uh, the Rangers are kind of gathering trying to figure out how they're gonna battle when I say all the Rangers I mean you know the Earthbound Rangers not the Omega Rangers yet but yeah they go to Billy, get Billy back involved, they get uh, uh, Matt involved and all this other stuff. So they're basically saying, all right, so when shit pops off with the uh, with uh, Eltarians, I believe is what they're called, uh, when all that happens and then when they bring the Imperials, hey, we need to be on the same team. We need to be ready to, uh, to fight. So can we count on you? Yes. And then, you know, uh, the Supreme Guardian kind of kind of shows his true colors to Zordon and Zordon uh well doesn't appear to be going in a pleasant direction for Zordon so uh yeah so that that was a lot of fun that is Mighty Morphin issue number 12 up next we have a new number one from Image Comics it is a righteous thirst for vengeance this is written by Rick Remender so this is basically especially for the first few panels there's no dialogue it's just a man he's i don't know if he's tracking somebody but he's on you know he's checking his phone he gets on the bus um you know the long story story of it is is he's kind of going through the day he kind of starts noticing all these coincidences of people he's seeing you know things that have come up with you know that end up playing on later on in the in the issue um pretty much he kind of gets set up for murder you know or gets framed for a murder that he didn't commit that he just happened to walk or walk into you know more or less so i liked it the artwork was really good uh very clean the uh the main character of this story he looks like uh he looks like wong from doctor strange that's that's kind of who the art, the, uh, the the main character. That's kind of who he reminds me of. How he's drawn like. So I definitely dug it. Uh, it's uh, a lot different than anything else I'm reading right now. So I really, I really like it. I enjoyed it. I definitely want to see where uh, all this goes uh, as far as uh, the re- remaining issues of the series. Um, but yeah, uh, that was a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance issue number one. Alright, also out from Boom Studios this week, there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer issue number 30. And Magic the Gathering issue number 7. Then from Image Comics, we have 
The Me You Love in the Dark, issue number three. And then we have Hey Kids Comics, Profits and Losses, issue number six. Okay. Let's keep this issue train rolling on to the next one. back up with Marvel. I'm going to start with my digital book of the week this week. It was Champions issue number 10. That was the finale I believe to this title. Uh, for sure definitely to this whole story, this whole Roxxon story. Um, but definitely definitely the end of that. But I don't know if it's the end of the series. I, I, from what I've read it is. Could be wrong. You never know. Um, so basically this just finished off... Uh, the intern, I forget what his name is exactly. Uh, was it Jamie, maybe? Uh, Andre, I believe. It was Andre. Anyway, so he's taking control of all the uh, chaperone bots and all this other stuff, making him, them attack the champions. Uh, champions kind of figure out the pattern. Yada, yada, yada. Stop it. Stop him. With a little bit of help from... Uh, I forget what the uh, the Roxxon uh, lady, the one that's been leading the corporation for the Roxxon app and all that. So she ends up uh, stopping him, him physically, it, while the uh, champions stop the uh, the chaperone robots and all that. So overall, it was fine. Of course, it sets up uh, another fut- uh, villain going forward for the champions to battle later on down the line. So. Overall, it was okay. It was a little disappointing of an end uh, for this uh, particular series because it started out really, really, really strong. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it corrected the uh, the Kamala's Law. It did all that. So it did a lot of good, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, series. So I enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, there'll be more champion stuff to come. And uh, looking forward to that. So that was Champions, issue number 10. That was digital. That I read digitally. Um, so now, getting on to the physical copies. Uh, first up, we got Amazing Spider-Man, issue 75. This is the first issue post-Nick Spencer. I don't really know how I necessarily felt about it because basically, Peter's, you know, kind of readjusting you know to having lost Harry again uh, this time knowing that that was a clone and all this other stuff and you know so he kind of goes web slinging to kind of uh, kind of clear his head well then all of a sudden he gets kind of swung by <laughs> and you know he notices oh shit it's Ben Riley it's Ben so he kind of goes like hey Ben what the hell are you doing here type of thing and Ben kind of just kind of traps him <laughs> webs him up and leaves him kind of sitting there uh, but uh, so uh, later on Peter and uh, and Ben end up teaming up they stop these these uh, I guess it's a bank robbery gone on and uh, things don't turn out so well for Peter because well he's got just his regular spider-man suit and Ben well Ben has uh, an enhanced suit <laughs> Uh, that's able to take the brunt of uh, of what what's happened and everything. So, uh, and, and the funny part is, uh, at one point Ben kind of goes up to Peter as they're in their civilian lives and goes, "Hey, man. Um, so I'm kind of here to tell you to take a break from being Spider-Man because, uh, well, uh, I kind of own the IP now." 
<laughs> More or less, as he tells him, you know. And Peter's just kind of like, what the hell are you talking about? And he says, you know, you you bought all the, you know, uh, the Beyond Corporation bought all the stuff from Parker Enterprises, or Parker Industries, and he's just like, yeah, but we also bought the patent and trademark for Spider-Man. And Peter immediately goes, God damn it. Otto would trademark Spider-Man. Son of a... <laughs> so, I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, so, be interesting going forward. Uh, I believe there will be another Amazing Spider-Man issue next week. So they're really trying to crank this out pretty quick uh, to get you kind of, I guess, used to this new Spider-Man run uh, before they goes back to, I guess, the bi-weekly to monthly... Uh, schedule that it normally keeps so anyway I, I i guess now the more i think about it the more i kind of like it but uh but yeah it was all right it was pretty cool uh that's amazing spider-man issue 75 up next we have dark ages number two so i liked initially where this was going this book kind of lost me in the middle but by the end it kind of got it kind of pulled me back in so you kind of see where civilization kind of is uh, post uh, the EMP with the Unmaker and all this other stuff. Uh, you've got Spider-Man, uh, May, uh, Tony, Iron Man, uh, and then you've got other mutants and things like that. They've reestablished that Wakanda is the capital of the world. Uh, they're all cyclically linked by Xavier, so they can all have these meetings and kind of help each other out and stuff like that um so they of course then they have they got these these uh perimeters set up uh to keep out vampires and all basically all the monsters of the world um and so uh, they're under attack of course x23 and blade and a couple other people go out stop the vampires and the werewolves that were coming in and one happens to get through walked, uh, and confronts uh, Tony and uh, and Pepper. Well, they get saved by Captain America. Cap says, hey, you know, Tony, we got, a, we got something going on. We think we might have a way to kind of save, uh, to bring electricity back to the world. We might be able to get us going again. And, uh, but we're in Europe. So Tony agrees, goes with Cap. Uh, when he's confronted by Apocalypse. And so Tony goes to try to attack Apocalypse, only to be stopped by Cap. Then to find out that it's not Cap, it's Mystique. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so he's Tony is captured. Uh, and when he's waking up, he's, you know, in the facility of Apocalypse. They're trying to... Uh, relaunch I guess another EMP this one to actually jumpstart back everything to get technology back to where it was uh, and they of course would have control of it uh, basically what it is is Apocalypse is trying to harness the power of the Unmaker essentially um, I guess either bring him back by bringing him back conscious or to life so he can kill him and take his power I, that part was a little unclear as to exactly in my mind it was a little unclear as to how exactly he planned on doing that but um, but then you see you had Reed Richards, you had uh, I believe Ben Grimm and a couple other different uh, people that were believed to have died and you know they're working with Apocalypse and so Tony's like what What the hell did you do to them you know what you know what did you what spell did you put them under what you know what did you bribe them with? What did you? What are you doing? How how are they working for you? You know what 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 did you what do, what are you blackmailing them with, essentially? And Apocalypse tells him, No, they're here under their own free will. They're here because they want to help me. <laughs> and Tony's and he's like, and that's what you're gonna do. And Tony's like, I'm not helping you. And no sooner does he do that than uh, Apocalypse will go, Okay. Uh, points to somebody in the shadow says okay do your thing and out walks the purple man <laughs> and uses his power to make tony start working on uh 
on uh, Apocalypse's project. So that's kind of pretty much the gist of it, and it's kind of spoilerish, but you know, to get the full grasp of the story, I thought it was necessary to say. But anyway, it was really cool. I enjoyed it, uh, especially towards the end. Like I said, the middle it kind of lost me. The ending was what hooked me back in. So good stuff. That's the Dark Ages issue number two. And then finally, this week we have Savage Avengers issue 25. This is the last stand of Conan. So in the last issue, uh, Kang showed up because uh, Conan had basically written a date, uh, had basically desecrated uh, Rama Tut's tomb and his sarcophagus and all this, and that pissed off Kang. In comes Kang. Uh, so Conan starts fighting off. Uh, his hordes of, uh, of cooling goths, uh, of hordes of people or mind control people or whatever. And, you know, uh, Conan's basically telling, uh, I'm sorry, Kang. I, I blanked for a second. Conan's telling Kang, hey, uh, you know, Strange sent me. He told me to tell you this, tell you that. And, you know, and uh, uh, Kang's kind of like, huh, funny. He told me to tell you this and this. He goes, seems like uh, Strange was planning for this. So he ended up with, they end up whisping away to Kang's little uh, pocket dimension. And he has all these different artifacts and things. And Conan's like, so what is this, a museum, a, a memoriam, or what is it? You know, did you kill everybody? And Kang's like, look, I conquer. I'm a conqueror. At the end of the, at the end of time, this is what happens. I win. I find a way to win. So to the, uh, the spoils go to the, the riches go to the, to the victors. And so he says, however, cooling goth, this was uncalculated. You know, basically we have a common enemy essentially. So they devise this plan. Um, and Conan's like, look. Give me the ebony blade, and I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna fight Kulingoth one last time. You know, just to buy you enough time, uh, Kang, to do whatever you're gonna do. So Conan goes back, decides he's gonna have one last final fight with Kulingoth, and well, doesn't go exactly how you'd expect it to go. So, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I was on the edge of my seat. This, for me, this damn near got pick of the week just because of how how crazy the ending of the story was or how the end of this issue was and just I, I've really just enjoyed this title as a whole so so yeah definitely worth checking out that is Savage Avengers issue 25 also out this week we have New Mutants issue number 22 Excalibur issue 24 Hellions issue number 16 that supposedly is the final issue of that series. Uh, Captain Marvel issue 33. Uh, Defenders issue number 3. Deadpool Black, White, and Blood issue 3. Eternal Celestia uh, issue 1. And Avengers Tech On issue number 3. And that's it for Marvel. Let's finish this out strong with DC. Finishing things off this week with DC up first. We have Arkham City, The Order of the World. Issue number one. This is a six-issue miniseries. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to be finishing this series. This was enough for me. Uh, <laughs> pretty much this follows a psychiatrist looking to... Uh, I guess find and I guess get the inmates that escaped from Arkham that didn't die in A-Day uh, back into Arkham or basically figure out a way to get him transferred back to Arkham or something similar 
Um, I just, it, it, I couldn't even finish it. It was, it wasn't my thing. Um, a little too wordy. Um, the art, I really wasn't feeling it. Normally, I like that greedy art style. This, I don't know what it was. This just didn't do it for me. So, yeah, I got about three fourths of the way through and just thought, no, nope. I, I found myself rereading the same dialogue over and over. And going, okay, what happened? And I just I couldn't I couldn't finish it. So instead of uh, struggling over it and and just like beating myself up over it, so I just said, you know what, I'm just not gonna finish it <laughs> and call it a day. So uh, I personally don't recommend it, but maybe it was, if it was your thing, if you enjoy those type of psych- psychological detail wordy stories then that's for you but uh, it wasn't for me that is Arkham City uh, Order of the World issue 1 up next we have Batman issue number 114 this is Peacekeeper Peacekeeper X versus Peacekeeper 1 so basically everything is kind of coming down on Simon Saint. Uh, Scarecrow has basically basically he's asserted his control over Peacekeeper 1 uh, making him doubt everything you know saying you know he's in his head saying you know they were right about you your father was right about you Uh, you aren't good enough you weren't a good enough cop you know you weren't a good enough uh, soldier, you weren't good enough to do this. You know, you are mentally unstable. This, this, and this. And so, Peacekeeper X tries to bring him in peacefully. Doesn't work. Uh, a fight ensues. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just bad, bad, bad shit starts happening. Batman tries to to help, and Batman ends up getting distracted by the other. Um, the other, I guess, uh, magistrate drones and things like that. So Batman is able to help for a little while, but then he's quickly kind of distracted, and he's trying to get back to those two. And it looks like uh, Peacekeeper One ends up uh, destroying Peacekeeper's X. He ends up killing him. It looks like, um, or pretty close to it. And Scarecrow looks like he has the upper hand all in all. So. That was really cool. I like the art. The art in this issue, uh, of course, uh, Jorge Jimenez's art has been fantastic throughout this run. So that's nothing new, but still just worth uh, worth mentioning again. Uh, then the backup story with Clown Hunter was, eh, was alright. It was okay. Uh, basically, it looks like Clown Hunter now is going to be working with uh, uh, Tim Drake, Red Robin. So that's more or less what happens in the backup story. Overall, it was fun. That is Batman issue 114. Up next, we have Batman The Adventures Continue, season two, issue number five. So this is kind of an origin story of an old uh, of an old mayor that was in power when Batman first uh, came around. You know, he was corrupt and all this other stuff and Batman basically forced him out. You get the whole origin story of that, and now he's back. Uh, looks like to kind of try to finish what he started, more or less. Um, overall, it was fun. It read exactly like an issue or a series or an episode. I'm sorry. It read just like an episode of the original Batman the animated series, as most everything in this series has. But uh, this one felt more way more to the ground like it felt way more akin to it because it was almost like it was adapted straight from the from the screen to the page so exactly fit in that style so i enjoyed it that is batman the adventures continue season two issue number five up next we have the joker a puzzle box issue number three so this (laughs) this is kind of nuts because You've basically got Joker's kind of turning. I don't know. He's got everybody kind of plotted against them or against them each other as far as the rogues and all this other stuff. 
You know, he's got Two-Face set up. He's got Black Mask set up. Catwoman. Uh, Deathstroke. Man-Bat. And he's telling Gordon, like, half-truths. Or partial truths. And, you know, of course, they're interviewing Two-Face. They're trying to get his side of things and yada, yada, yada. So, it, did anything really happen? No, not really. You just got a lot, a whole lot of Joker bullshit. <laughs> and, you know, twisting and story talk, you know, storytelling from the Joker. But it was entertaining. It was fun. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, it, it, it had me guessing. It had me excited. So I'm excited to see what uh, what the next issue brings. That is Joker, a puzzle box, issue number three. And finally, this week, we have Justice League Infinity, issue number four. So Wonder Woman gets whisked away as Amazo is trying to figure out what his purpose is in the universe. And the more and more he starts messing around with stuff, trying to figure this out, of course, the more cracks in reality he's causing. Uh, Diana is transported to another universe uh, in front of Darkseid. And she immediately tries to fight, or she starts to fight him, and she's beating the shit out of him. And she notices, hey, he's not fighting back. Um, basically, this Darkseid was in love with his universe's Wonder Woman. Uh they got married uh, you know and they go through the whole origin story with that and um, so you get that whole origin story how they kind of at first were a product of a peace treaty uh, and then they eventually fell in love this this and this then she was killed and dark side you know kind of falls for this version of Wonder Woman and I believe who is she attacked by? She gets attacked by. I'm trying to remember who she gets attacked by. Uh, I don't really remember to save my life. But she gets attacked, and Darkseid defends her and dies in the process. Spoiler. But uh, and Wonder Woman feel sorry for him you know she feels a great deal of remorse for this particular version of dark side so all in all i enjoyed it i thought it was definitely a very interesting take on dark side you know this loving side of dark side and stuff like that so yeah it was it was different but it was enjoyable that's justice league infinity issue number four also out this week from DC, we have The Swamp Thing, issue number eight. Crush and Lobo, issue number five. We've got uh, Are You Afraid of Dark Side, issue number one. It's a one-shot, a co compilation of stories. I almost picked this up, but because of the price tag on it, and because I knew it had nothing necessarily to do with continuity, or what does these days, but uh, it had nothing playing into what could happen this this and this it didn't have any effect on the universe going forward i decided no thank you uh and then we have wonder woman 80th anniversary 100 page spectacular you know another one of those 80, 80th anniversary oversized uh books uh then we also have the conjuring the lover issue number five then from dc horror we have the soul plumber issue number one so that was that Definitely a heavy week this week from DC. Well, heavy as in that was the majority of the pool this week. But, of course, there's one more book from DC. It got pick of the week. And I think you already know what it is. This is one. Four out of the five times. Well, this makes the fourth time. Um, all but one issue has one pick of the week. It's the nice house on the lake. Issue 5. Pick of the week. And it's coming to you next.
and taking home pick of the week for October 6, 2021. It's The Nice House on the Lake, issue number five by James Tenney and the fourth. Artwork by Alvaro, uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno and Jordi Belair. Start out with Veronica, the scientist. She says, in the beginning, they were inseparable. Nora, Walter, Reg, they call themselves the group. Like, for basically two years, they spent every other weekend at one of the three their houses. Walter was the only one of them with a car, but that kind of reinforced it. It was unusual to see one of them without the other two. I started talking to Nora online, and we started to meet up, and soon enough, we had started dating. This was senior year of high school, and Walter wasn't happy. He didn't want me stealing his friend away. Nora's reaction was to try and just hang out with us separately, avoid the conflict, but that was just making things worse. So Reg took it upon himself to force our hand. We then go back to them in their high school days. Reg says, hmm, this is fun and all, but I'm stealing Norm for a bit. I need to pick his brain about every boy in the world I'm in love with in the whole world. Walter, would you be a dear and keep Miss Veronica company? As Walter starts to get up from his seat, he says, wait. As uh, Norm says, I, I didn't agree to this. As Reg pulls him away by the arm, says, This isn't a democracy. This is my house. So it's a, it's a reg- regocracy. As Reg turns back, he says, Here's an icebreaker. Why does Walter hate Ronnie? Bye! As the two of them sit there in silence, Walter finally speaks. He says, I I don't hate you. Ronnie says, I, I know. Walter says, No, I, I really don't. I just... God, I'm such a fucking weirdo. Veronica smiles. She says, yeah, a little bit. Walter walks away. He says, look, I really don't hate you. I promise. I just, I just know that Norm jokes a lot and all, but he's, he's been hurt before and I don't want to see him get hurt again. And I don't know you. And there are so many other, there are only so many people. Fuck. Veronica stands up. She says, hey. I don't want Norm to get hurt either. As Walter says, that's good. Veronica says, what's wrong with letting a few more people, a few more folks in your group? Walter says, I, I, I don't know. I think I'd like so many of you. Veronica says, so many of us? Walter says, people. I thought choosing was going to be easy. But I ha- but I only have so many spaces to fill. I have an important responsibility. Veronica inquires, What do you mean? As suddenly, Walter's face begins to contort into the spiral version of himself that we know today. Walter says, I can feel how much he cares about you. How much you care about him. It makes me like you too. You're so smart. You're the smartest person I've met probably. I can see it in a different way than they can but you actually might fit the criteria better than any of them. And if I let you in, what's stopping me from letting everyone in? Veronica freaks out and yells, Fuck! What the fuck? Walter simply tells her, Forget. Veronica snaps out of it, out of her horror. She says, Oh, I'm sorry, I just, I, I don't know what just happened. I just had a brain fart. Why did I stand up? Walter says, it's okay. Norm tells me you like the stars. Tell me about the stars. Back to current day. Veronica, sitting on the porch, says, I don't remember all of that when we got to the house, of course. I just remember the part where Reg took Nora away, and I start talking to Walter about the stars for an hour. Turns out there was a lot I didn't remember. But we wouldn't understand that until later. Those were the early days. We were just starting to put it all together. But the biggest thing I had learned back then is that when I didn't understand why Walter was being weird, 
I needed to lean on Reg. After our chat, Walter opened up to me. He was kind and supportive. And even when Nora and I went our separate ways, he still loved me a little. I think he did from that day on. I didn't understand what had changed, but somehow Reg did. He always understood how, how Walter thought and why he thought it. He understood it on some level much deeper than any of the rest of us did. Walter always the one making decisions, but Reg was the one who helped guide him to those decisions. Anyways, I guess that's why I'm still here. As she looks out to the burning house over the lake. We then pick back up with him attending to David, bandaging up his neck. God damn it, Walter. You asshole. Nora stands up and says, Everybody, shut the fuck up. I, okay. Thank you for the floor, I think. Shit. I hate the spotlight. Okay, so a thought just kind of hit me like a thunderbolt. If Naya hadn't patched me up, we would have known about the healing factor shit on day one. Walter tried to tell us the rules on our first day here. So what if he's already told us other rules? Turo says, if he wanted us to know, why wouldn't he just be clear about the rules? Sam says, because he's an asshole. Veronica says, what if he can't tell us the rules? I mean, we know he couldn't tell us about who or what he is all these years. So it's clear there are some limits. David, with the blood now starting to stop, says, that's assuming that he wanted to tell us. Veronica says, I think we're all making this big leap because all of this is all this is all really hard and weird and, and well, alien. We all just kind of jump past the, uh, 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 the obvious to fixate on the bigger shocks. Walter wasn't human. And he is at least somewhat involved with killing maybe everybody on the planet except for us. So we're kind of assuming that because he had this malicious intent towards everyone else, that he has malicious intent for us. But the evidence suggests the opposite. He saved us from the end of the world and put us into a beautiful he heaven where we can't get hurt or die. As Molly says, and we're just supposed to be okay with that? Veronica says, no, no, of course not. But it means we have to think differently. Rick, with his arms crosses, what are you suggesting actually? Veronica says, I think Nora is right. I think Walter has told us a lot more than what we've actually heard. But we need to lay out all the evidence. We're going to ask for a whiteboard. I think better on a whiteboard. I want everyone to rack their brains tonight about what they've seen over the last month, especially those of you who've been keeping secrets. And I have something I need to lay out for all of you, too. We'll start breaking down this tomorrow, for real. Rick stands up, walks away. Says, I'm going for a walk. It's not going to cost to. Rick looks back and says, I'm sorry. I just watched one of my friends slit his throat, and we're talking about secret messages and a whole lot of bullshit. And I need to clear my head. Naya, standing up herself, says, I'll go with you. Rick simply keeps going and says, No, I need some space to think. As Naya looks around, she says, Well, I'm not doing all these dishes alone. She begins to put the dishes away. Ryan sneaks off, following Rick. Rick, staring out in the open, says, I don't understand. Am I supposed to stop them from putting stuff together? Or is this what you want? Walter, please. Are you out there? Can, can you hear me? The next day. <clears throat> the next day, Sarah brings in a lot of guns. She says, so, there's a lot more of this downstairs. David picks up the gun and says, fucking cool. Sarah says, it's not cool, David. David, looking at the scope, says, it is cool. Remember, we can't get killed anymore. 
I could shoot all of you in the head right now, and you don't, and we'd all be fine. Veronica, at the front of the room, on the whiteboard, says, "Maybe somebody take the gun away from David." And Sarah yanks it out of his hands. She says, "There's also explosives and a bunch of other stuff, and like a safe with a secret key." Veronica says, "Only one key." Nora says, "As far as we know, yeah." Molly, wrapped in a blanket, says, "I don't get it." Why give us a bunch of weapons if we can't actually hurt each other with them? Who are they for? Veronica, starting to write down her notes, says, That's a good question. Okay, so we have that. Now, Sam, David said he saw something in your notebook. Sam, looking up, says, I, yeah, yeah, he did. As he stands up, opening his backpack, he says, I guess first I should say that there's a lot more of those sculptures around the place, all through the woods. And I'd say I only explored about a quarter of the grounds, so there could be more. There is a bit of a greenhouse, about twenty minute, about a 20-minute walk away. It's grown over, without anything edible in there, but I guess we should think about planting seeds in there, so we don't have to rely on food shipments, you know? Ronnie says, and what's this here on your map? Sam says, well, it's, uh, well, it's the other house on the lake. The room, staring quietly. Nobody says anything. Sarah finally stands up. She says, what? Sam, going over the evidence, says, it's, I, I don't know, it's weird. It might be more of a sculpture here. I have the pictures. As Arturo looks at it, he says, you saw this in the first week and you didn't say anything? Sam says, nobody, it seemed like nobody cared. Nobody wanted to do anything. I just thought it was all some kind of rabbit hole. Some kind of game Walter left for us. But I didn't want to play. Sarah, standing up, screams in rage. She says, and you didn't think the rest of us had a right to make that decision for ourselves? Sam stands back up, pointing at Sarah and says, it's not like you were honest either. Seriously, because I didn't know we were fucking immortal, and I didn't want a bunch of people I don't know to suddenly start having fucking assault rifles. If I had found, Sam cuts her off, a bunch of fucking weird statues in a big black house with no entrance. Ryan then picks up the, the photograph. She says, do you think it's Walter's house? Veronica says, I think maybe it's best if we all go see it for ourselves. Could you get us back there? Sam says, I, yeah, I think so. Veronica ponders her, so no entrances. Hmm. Sarah, could you get me one of those explosives from down the safe downstairs? Ryan notices Rick, standing away from everybody, not saying anything. Fist closed, looking out the window. Now they're on a boat, heading towards that house. Ryan says, Ronnie, you said you had something to tell us, but you didn't mention it on the board. Veronica says, crap, you're right. Um, I wish it was later right now. I'd be able to show you in better detail. Right, okay. Well, I've been using the telescope I brought, I brought and I ordered a bigger one a few days ago to confirm what I saw. There was supposed to be a meteor shower up here during the first week. I didn't make a, a thing because, well, it, it didn't happen, did it? But I mean, we're talking about sentient non-humans. Walter's some kind of alien. We're in some kind of enclosure. Maybe the aliens shot the meteors out of the sky. Who knows? But then there was something else that was strange. You can tell time, you, you can tell time using the stars. You can look at how the Big, Tipper, the Big Dipper is positioned in the sky compared to Polaris, the North Star. Turo says, that's really interesting. Veronica says, I think so too. It was one of the first things I learned that made me want to get to, into astronomy a million years ago. It's funny, I remember telling Walter all this in Reg's basement a million years ago when we were still together, Nora. Nora walking away says, I think I'm allergic to any high school nostalgia right now. Veronica says, that's fair. The point is that the sky is fixed. 
It's not quite a still image. It's still what we should be seeing in the northern hemisphere, but the earth moves and the sky moves with it. But since we got here, it's been locked in place. David turns around and says, what? what does that mean? Veronica shrugs her shoulders and says, I have no idea. And Sam says, hey, it's just up here. David walking up says, whoa, this place is rad. Sarah says, I don't know. It looks like something out of a dumb video game. So David says, it's because it's alien. It's an alien building. What if it's a spaceship? Veronica says, I don't think they'd build a spaceship entirely out of glass. And this is glass, or at least it feels like it to the touch. David, with his assault rifle in hand, says, Okay, I've been waiting for this all day. I've been carrying the, this fucking thing. Are we ready? Tiro says, Everyone should stand back there, like, at the tree line. David walks towards the house. And Veronica says, David, when you're ready? David unloads hundreds of rounds. Not a scratch. All the bullets bounce off as the shell casings lay on the floor. David says, You know, Ronnie, I don't think this is glass, so maybe it is a spaceship. Veronica says, Okay, yeah, bring the explosive next. Sarah walking through says, Point that thing in the sky, David. Jesus. David says, Come on, I can't be the only one who, who kind of wants somebody to shoot him, right? Like, knowing that you'd survive it. Sarah putting down the explosives. You are the only one. Veronica says, Okay, I'm going to count it down to ten. Then, fire the explosive. David, getting in position, says, Fuck yeah. They then begin the count. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One, the explosive goes off, causing a massive crater in the ground, but no damage to the building. David says, well, shit, now what? Ryan then says, hey, she looks down at their feet. This one has my symbol on it, like my Walter symbol from back in the house. And she stares at the statue in front of her. Molly says, yeah, and this one is mine. Ryan says, what if everybody touches their symbol? Rick says, what do you think it'll do? Ryan says, I don't know, but we should figure it out. Veronica says, agreed. Everyone, in three, two, one. They all touch their symbol. David asks, is something happening? Sam says, yeah, I think this might be a dud. Ryan says, maybe we need to, like, ask something. Like, Walter, give us a door to the house. And as soon as they do, they all think that. The house begins to open up. As Nora says, oh, wow. Out walks somebody, laughing. Says, ah, it's about fucking time, you guys. As they run up and hug Nora. Says, ah, fuck, it's good to see people to hug people, real human people. Baby, give me a kiss. As he plants a kiss on his hand, covering Nora's face, she says, no. It's Reg. As he hugs Nora, he says, you stupid asshole. You didn't think he'd invite me? Why weren't you looking for me from day one? Nora says, I'm sorry. Reg scratches his head, says, apologies, a little manic. Been practicing speeches in my head since before you all got here. I really thought you were going to put this together much faster. We're going to have to try to work very quickly now. As Veronica says, what do you mean? As Reg says, there's still time to save the world. And that's how issue five ends. So there is some hope, some hope that maybe the world isn't destroyed they might be able to save it. That's the nice house on the lake. Issue number five. Pick of the week for October 6, 2021.
And that's going to do it this week for I Have Issues. The Nice House on the Lake, Issue 5, Taking Home Pick of the Week. Man, four out of five issues, Pick of the Week. Exciting. It's it's great to know that maybe this story has a, a happy ending somehow. You know, as gloomy and as dark and as depressing as this story has been, it looks like there could be a chance that there's some levity to it. But you never know. It could just be a ruse, and then it all just ends up going to shit. You never know. (laughs) It's the exciting thing about stories like that. Um, But, yeah, you know, Nice House on the Lake was great. Batman was good. Uh, The Adventures Continues was also good. Um, Savage Avengers, man, bro, that was, to me, that was my runner-up for pick of the week. I just thought Savage Avengers was awesome. I really like this whole Conan going out on his, on his sword type of thing. That was that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Dark Ages, like I said, Dark Ages was was uh, was cool because, you know, the way it ended. I just thought, man, the beginning of it was just, eh, was cool. And then the middle of it, I thought, oh, okay, they lost me. They jumped the shark already. And then by the end, I thought, okay, I'm hooked. I'm back in. I'm ready for that. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And then you know, Power Rangers or Mighty Morphin was was pretty fun. And also, gearing up to go further. Uh, and then you know, the A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance was was different, man. But it was it was exciting. It was cool. I liked the artwork. Um, and it's an intriguing mystery going forward. So a lot of a lot of good some good stuff this week. Anyway, be sure and go on to Facebook and Instagram and follow there. Both are at i.have.issues.comics. Be sure to go to like and subscribe this podcast wherever you're listening to. Uh, leave a review there. And we'll be back next week for more I Have Issues. <laughs>